I don't think it's the story that people want to hear, but I do think it's the story that people need to hear. This is like a freaking movie. I know. Holy shit, there is a massive <laughs> picky on my neck. <laughs> all right, screw all the other men. And I look him dead in the eye and I'm like, do you have a girlfriend? That you two do? People, yeah. yeah, people were commenting that Danielle and I have very similar voices, and it was like... And they couldn't tell who was speaking. Hard to tell who was talking. Wait, that's so funny. I feel like I don't hear it sitting right here. I, so neither did I, and then when I was listening <laughs> back on the podcast, the first time I listened through, didn't notice it. Second time I listened through, <laughs> I listened to it a few times. <laughs> Second time I listened through, I heard it. Yeah. And I was like, Danielle was like, I'd love to hear my own story. <laughs> I'd love to hear some <laughs> I eat up my own bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but we do kind of sound similar. I think of the three of us, like including Colby, who's not here now, but between you, Colby, and I, she sounds the most like me. Yeah, for I, sure. Well, Out of the three of us. <laughs> Colby has a very distinct <laughs> yeah, voice because sure. she sounds like Kourtney Kardashian. Because Colby, Colby, Adam, and I, we have very different voices, so it's easy to figure out who's talking. Mm-hmm. Yes. But the two of us, I feel like we could. Sometimes I people we, for a loop. we have similar ways of saying things. Yes, we Interesting. do. Interesting. I will, I will always be the one that you can identify. Yeah. Always. Because I'm the man. You're the boy. The You're man, the, very the true. man Sorry. of the house. You're the man of the house. Anyway. Everybody may have noticed that we have a, a different <laughs> voice on the line today. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back, Danielle Jordan. Thank to you the so pod. much for having me. Thank you for being here. <laughs> you know how when you're playing beer pong and you like can have a celeb shot, mm-hmm. you're you're the celeb shot. That should be our like thing. So Cele- who's the celeb shot? Yeah, when we have guests, like our celeb shot today is. I am always happy to be your celeb shot. Yes, Danielle Jordan. In the description, we're gonna make it a thing. Oh, I like please. that. That's fun. <laughs> The celeb shot. I'm happy to contribute. And unfortunately, we're one man down, which is we're, we're missing Colby. I should actually just do the intro right now. Should we just do it at the beginning? Um, excuse you. Excuse oh, it's me. It's, it's my turn. turn. I don't even know how you keep up with the turns because I edit the podcast, so I listen to it and I remember. Boy, I be listening too. And well, you're not paying remember. attention. I guess not. <laughs> you're not paying attention, so that maybe is it. I just you That's just don't fair. pay attention. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Match Made in Manhattan with Katie, Colby, and Adam. And celeb shot, Danielle Jordan today. <laughs> Girls, how we doing? Doing great. Yeah. Never better. Happy, nar- Happier now that I'm here. Danielle and I came in. We're matching for the part today. We actually coordinated this beforehand. We did. We were DMing about something. And I was like, are we going to show up to recording the podcast in our matching Siegelman Stable? To which we both agreed. Absolutely. I, I knew you were going to be in Siegelman Stable. I had no doubt in my mind because we're At both point, obsessed the with the brand. What is this brand? I've truly never seen it before you talked about it i've been obsessed with it for so long yeah like, me is too. it a horse brand like so basically it's this guy max siegelman or Se- siegelman and his family was like in the equestrian industry growing up and he grew up in new york and he actually went to one of my friends at works high schools and so when i wore one of the hats into work one day my friend at work was like wait are you a fan of the oh, brand and i was like yeah i'm like a huge fan or whatever and he was like oh do you want to meet max he's one of my like good friends from growing up and i was like fuck yeah i want to meet max <laughs> yeah i want to meet max i love this brand like the hats are just so cool yeah they're really cool you know? and honestly everything's such good quality yeah and i think what i appreciate about the brand is it feels like it's slightly at a premium because they don't sell it in store they don't really invest much into their marketing budget overall like mm-hmm. a lot of where they make their sales is through word of mouth and 
seeing high profile celebrities and now I guess like influencers and personalities wearing their stuff and podcasters (laughs) exactly wearing their stuff and since then it's just like expanded into this massive business for them yeah I think it's so cool it's insane and he literally just makes hats like so anyways back to the story but his dad was an equestrian growing up or like trained racehorses or something like that so he always had the kind of equestrian interest and he was doing like a regular job i forget what his job was and he decided he was just going to go off and make hats with his family's um i don't want to say crest but i guess that's their logo for the farm that they raise their horses on or something or train their horses on and so he turned it into a hat brand he literally just made these baseball caps basically and like trucker hats and they're wow. just such good quality. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like really hyping up Seagull and Saber right no, now. No, seriously. Yeah, but like they, rightfully so. And they operate on like the drop um, type situation. So it built up a lot of hype because yeah. people will always wait for the drops That's at 1 p.m. Genius. on Fridays. Yeah. Like I literally will set my notifications for all of their drops <laughs> if there's something that I want. Yeah. And if you don't jump onto their website within 15 minutes sometimes, depending on what they're selling, yeah. it will be sold out. 100% sold out. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Supply and demand. Truly. It's so funny because Katie so is demand. so not a hat girl at all. No. I actually, so I got this hat in PR the other day that had like a dirty martini on it. It was oh, like Emma, Emma Leger, if you know her. Yeah. Her Emma's Olives brand. I love her brand. Gave me PR, which I was blown away. I didn't mm-hmm. realize like she had any idea who I was. So that, that was, feels so on brand for you. It's nice to be recognized for my dirty martini <laughs> obsession. But she sent, she has like PR for her brand like clothing and she has this like really cool hat that says like the extra dirty martini club or something mm-hmm. and i tried it on and i like was jack was just here on the couch and i was just like going through the pr like getting rid of the boxes trying to like clean up my life and i put the hat on and he's like i don't think i've ever seen you in a hat <laughs> and i'm like it's for a good reason like no one needs to see me in a hat you didn't like it it just I'm sure it looks doesn't good on you it's I understand why people wear hats. Like it's very comfortable and it's mm-hmm. good on like those bad hair days. But my head, I have very small, a very small forehead. And I think that that is the reason. Like when I put the hat on, it's just like, it sits too close to my eye. Interesting. That it makes my face look really weird. <laughs> I feel like also the outfits that you normally and wear the, out and oh, about, right. you know, like the outfit yeah. with the hat is exactly what Danielle Jordan was just wearing into this. <laughs> Into this apartment, right? Exactly. Like the like, jeans, the like oversized sweatshirt. Katie is always in a ball gown. Oh all my right? God. But that's what we love most about you. Like, I wish I could dress like this more often. Hey, you definitely can. It's nice. My, I, my yes. closet just doesn't cater to that. I feel a nice, it's a nice breeze in the nether regions, you know? <laughs> it's like, because this time of year, I don't know what is getting into me, but I'm just like never comfortable. I'm either too hot or too cold. And I know it's like pretty much winter. Actually, the first day of winter is tomorrow, I think. Kidding. Or really? Yeah, it's either the twentieth or the twenty first. I'm pretty sure it's the first actual day of winter. But I'm like just always I either run really hot or really cold. I'm never like in the middle. Interesting. It's like Goldilocks and the three bears. The dresses are nice because it's like (laughs) you can layer. Yeah. Yeah, you're just a dress girl. We always get that that breeze. Anyway. Anyway, well, we have brought Danielle back for I mean, obviously we're friends with her, but (laughs) we're always down to have her on. But she if you guys remember, spun us quite the tale from her life. <laughs> oh, boy. Her dating life. When was that? Like three months ago? In October. October. Okay, so two months ago. Okay, two Relatively months. Relatively recent. Yeah. yeah, two months ago. And we ourselves, along with you guys, have been requesting updates. Like, we need to know what happened. What were we calling him? Office boy. Office boy. Mm-hmm. Office boy. She so I, I would love it if you could kind of, like, recap what, what we talked about back in October. Okay. Just like the premise of like who this man is, 
And we need like the exact summary. Give us an update. We've actually exactly. heard nothing. Like she has not told us a single shred of anything. She's been such a good match made host. Thank you. I, I knew it. that if I tried, Adam would yell at me. You're, you're like, following save it for the podcast. My, my mantra. No, producer Adam would not have allowed that. Never. But I'm glad that you didn't didn't even try because no. I like to be surprised mm-hmm. with these things. I, I thought I was going to crack at your birthday party because I was drinking and all three yeah. of you were there. And at one point, Colby came up to me. She was like, so like, is everything okay? And I was like, Danielle, hold it together don't say anything <laughs> save it for the podcast and i did i composed myself i'm pretty sure my ear perked up and i heard that oh, happening yeah, sure. and i teleported over and i <laughs> you slapped really your mouth shut but nope nothing not a peep so to give the exact summary um essentially i work in a co-working space and i met a guy at this co-working space and we kind of developed this slight flirtationship i think you could call it that pretty much all happened over email, um, especially in the beginning. Like that's kind of where all of our communication happened. Um, and then it then progressed. We ended up going on little coffee dates and going on walks and we definitely got to know each other. And it was just a very sweet, um, like you've got mail type story. Yeah. And that's what we called the episode. So exactly. if you guys want to go back and listen to the entire thing, it's called You've Got Mail. That's the episode from October. And yeah. I do recommend yeah. that you listen to the entire story because if there's one thing about me, it's I give details. And that story did contain a lot of details that I it think did. are necessary to understanding the entire plot of the movie. Which you know we, what I mean? We love the details. Like she said, she's like, I can tell the short version or the long version. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, long version. We said spill it all. all exactly. the way. I want every little dirty detail. Mention it all. Like this story could be told in five minutes or 50 minutes and if I know anything about Match Made listeners, I think you guys want the longer version. So yeah. I will give that to this you. This is our last episode before New Year, so. Wow, Happy Crazy. New Year everybody. Yeah, we've got a, well this episode's gonna go live before Christmas and then we're wow. done until New Year's week. Until so New Year. we need yeah. to give them an Excel episode. You're our send-off yes. wow. for 2023. You are How does that feel? I, I'm... I'm a little nervous. I feel a little bit of pressure, but here's what I'll say about this story. I don't think it's the story that people want to hear, oh. but I do think it's the story that people need to hear. Oh, okay. Because there's so there's morals at the end of the story that I Ooh. think will be beneficial to everybody. Good okay. to like kick off the year, end the year, rather. Exactly. Exactly. With okay, good. Oh my god, fire away! I'm so excited. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So, where we left off in the last episode was he had basically proposed to me that we go to get dinner and drinks and this was kind of a long time coming because like all of our hanging out and all of our communication was happening either in like via email and in the office um so this was like big moves and I was like oh my god so excited and you guys asked me has he followed up has he like made a plan and I was like no not yet but I can feel it's coming so that match made episode dropped on a friday as it normally does and yes. that following week shit hit the fan oh my god please right don't after? tell me it was because of the episode no <laughs> no it's not part of the episode don't you worry i oh my god we've I, had that happen before we so. have we <laughs> I was actually holding my breath to see if he was gonna find it for whatever reason he doesn't follow me on socials so i didn't really think it was possible um and even if he did this was actually a conversation we had during the last episode even if he did find it i think it's all about the approach and i knew that if he came to me and he was like you talked to me on talked about me on a podcast i would have approached it in a way that was like yeah i did and what about it yeah like it was facts it was was flattering i'm sure and like it was nice so i wouldn't have really stressed if he had found it but i don't think he ever did 
Well, we never should talk anybody on match No. No. But no. we try not to. We unless not they deserve to. it. Unless, of yeah, unless they deserve it. Unless they, like, really deserve it. Right. You should not be named. Fuck you. Just yeah. Kidding. <laughs> yeah. Kidding. You know who you are, the villains <laughs> yeah. of Match Made. You know who you are. Anyway. Okay, so the shit hit the fan. Shit hit the fan. So, um, the week after that episode dropped, everything in the office was just like normal. It was business as usual um, until that following Thursday. And that day, I was in the office. I'm doing my work, sitting in the kitchen. And once it hit like 4 p.m., like that's kind of when things get a little bit more relaxed in the office because we have happy hours and people will start coming in and out. So you definitely start seeing like some faces that you don't necessarily recognize. And I'm sitting in the kitchen and I look up at one point and I see this girl standing by the counter. And I immediately noticed that she just like wasn't really dressed for the office. She wasn't like dressed in office clothing. And I also had not really recognized her face before. But I don't know if it was... I guess now I know it was a gut feeling, but in the moment I wasn't sure if it was a gut feeling or paranoia. But the second I looked at this girl, my brain immediately went, that is his girlfriend. And there was oh. no reason for me to think this because they weren't even interacting. He was sitting at his desk down the way and she was sitting in the kitchen. But I just saw her and there was something in my gut that was like, that is his girlfriend. And again, I was just like, Danny, you're being paranoid. Like, let's just like, reel it back in. No, I kind of get that. Mm-hmm. I felt that too. I feel like it's almost like a survival instinct. It's it, like, it is. You just kind of assuming the worst because mm-hmm. it could always be better than the worst. Of course. Like, I do that too. And I feel like I was trying to talk myself down from that. But then at one point, after she had been sitting in the kitchen for a little bit, I look over at him and he quickly pops up from his desk and goes towards the stairwell. And then she follows suit. She pops up from her seat and then follows him down the stairwell. And that was all the confirmation I needed. I was like, that girl is his girlfriend. Like, I just, I know. Like, call it woman's intuition. I was Mm -hmm. like, I know. So right when I saw them kind of go off together, I called my best friend, Lisa. And I explained to her everything that just happened. And I am literally seeing red. And I'm like so angry because at this point, like I didn't even really need for it to be confirmed. I just knew. So because he, sorry, just backing no, up, you're fine. He had asked you on a literal date, and he, you guys were going on coffee dates. He was paying for your coffee, right? Yeah. yeah. So exactly. you, he had given you reason to think mm-hmm. that like you were da- going on dates. Like you were, you weren't like officially dating, but you were dating. You were doing right. I think the act of dating. If we're being totally honest, like I never fully thought of it that way. Uh, I definitely knew that it was more than a friendship because Lord knows I wouldn't do that with any of like my male friends. Like just, I don't know, the dynamic definitely Emailing felt Emailing and different. going to get coffee right. like, in the middle of the day. It certainly didn't feel like friendship. When um, you don't work together. Right, you exactly. You guys aren't at the same company. Just, no just real you need. two also. It's exactly. not like you were going yeah, in groups no, and he I was paying, like, like mm-hmm. insisting on paying for you. Yeah. I don't know. So I, understandably so, just immediately started seeing Red and I called my best friend Lisa and she I explain the entire situation. She starts talking me down and she and I basically agree very quickly on that. I need to say something to him and I need to say something that day because my thing is I knew if I waited, my point probably wouldn't come across in the way that I had wanted it to. I maybe would have lost the courage to say something. Um, It also just, it would have been better doing it in the moment. Wow. That's really mature and brave of you (laughs) thank you very brave because i would be like oh you know like i don't you know Mm -hmm. i don't want to get involved yeah i don't want to get involved i just knew that i needed to do it like knew i needed to say something one for myself and just know for sure for myself but two like and 
more importantly for this girl. So I... Yeah. Well, what was like your plan? Like in your head, what did you want to say? So my plan was that I was going to approach it in the most casual way possible because my theme throughout this entire story is you will see, I just wanted to constantly be the most graceful, like mature version of myself. I never wanted to be hot-headed. I always wanted to handle things with grace, mm. really. So yeah. I... I knew that I wanted to approach it initially very casually in a way that I could just be like, ask him point blank, do you have a girlfriend? And in the honestly 0.2% chance that he was like, no, I don't. I could just play it off and be like, okay, I was just curious. No worries. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but in the much larger chance that he was like, yes, I do. I wanted it to create a natural segue into me being like, and this is why that's an issue. So that's exactly what I did. I was on the phone with my best friend, Lisa, for about two hours. And then Lisa, go figure. You said work is done. <laughs> oh, no, lit- I mean, if my bosses are listening to this, no, I was still very much working. But I was like, OK, this is my priority at the moment. After two hours of talking to her, she's like, Danny, I have a life. I need to go. And I'm like, understand. So she hangs up and I call Delaney. And for those of you who listened to the last episode, obviously, you guys know I work with Delaney. So Danielle, Carolyn's friend from yes, college, yes. Exactly. Delaney, there's a crossover. Over. There's so yes. many crossovers. So crossovers. many crossovers. We were about to become friends. We were. love. Well, we love Delaney, <laughs> yes. and we love we you. We love Delaney. So, so, and we love Delaney even more for this because oh, I yes. called Delaney. I explained the entire thing. Delaney's good at like, oh my god, cutting she, the bullshit for just, sure, like telling you how it is, and that's exactly what she did. But she was like, I told her my entire plan. She loved it, and she was like, Danny, you can do all of this under one condition. I was like, what is it? She was like, I need to be on the phone when you do it, like because I was wearing my headphones, and she was like, you're gonna keep me on the phone. I was like, say less. Great. <laughs> so because I am a stubborn bitch sometimes, in the best ways, I think, I waited it out at the office. Because keep in mind, he and this girl went to a different floor. Like, I did not see them. And I knew that he was going to have to come back eventually. So I was like, I'm going to plant my butt right here. I was like, when you come back and have to collect your things at the end of the day, I'm going to be right here. <laughs> and you cannot avoid me. So I planted myself. And lo and behold, he did eventually come back and it was just him. Keep in mind that if he came up with this girl, I was not going to say anything. Yeah. I, or at least not saying anything in the way that I had planned to. Because the last thing I want is to like humiliate this girl or... In front of... Yeah. Yeah. Like that's just not my not my plan I feel like the way you would handle that is you would have just said hi to him and see like how he interacts with her yeah to be honest and and he'd be like oh this is my girlfriend or this is my friend or whatever Mm -hmm. yes wait that's a good technique that would have been a good backup that's what I was actually planning on doing for sure oh you're a genius thank you (laughs) so he ends up coming back just him he collects his things and then he comes up to me and basically just starts having casual conversation and I'm allowing him to do so but in my head I'm like oh my god like shaking I'm like I'm like just itching to say something and right before he walks away I go about my plan and I'm like oh wait before you go and he's like yeah what's up and I look him dead in the eye and I'm like do you have a girlfriend chilling and chilling (laughs) and he takes a beat and he like takes a really deep breath and he's like I do so just to backtrack us a little bit just so you have context into what I said next him and I were sitting together the day prior and I forgot what we were talking about but basically we got on the topic of him being such a people pleaser and he said it like three times he was like yeah I'm just such a people pleaser I can't help it blah 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 and I'm like okay so after he says yes I do have a girlfriend I stood up I collected my things and I looked at him I go well then for a people pleaser you're doing a really shitty job 
You said that to uh-huh. him? Holy shit. <laughs> like verbatim. <laughs> wow. Good work. Thank you. What a so, one-liner. Damn. I know. Honestly, and here's what I can say about this entire story. And I think this is like th- my biggest point of pride. I do not regret a single thing that I said or a single way that I acted throughout the entirety of this situation, beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And I think that is something like I can pat myself on the back for because yeah. you, as I'm sure everybody can imagine, hearing that doesn't feel good. And like, obviously I'm... I'm not the most important person in this story. Like, obviously, I would hate to be her, which is what my entire conversation with him kind of, I kind of followed those themes. I was like, if I, I said to him, I was like, listen, if I am standing here this upset, imagine how she would feel. Like, you you yeah. said that? You yeah. said that you just thought about it? No, I said oh, that said to that. him. I, I can't like, imagine, like, thinking, like, in my position of having, like, Jack goes into an office every day. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he does there. Like, if he went into to an office or, like, a co-working space or wherever and was chatting up one specific person, yep. girl, girl, every day, emailing her to talk to her more, wanting to go on one-on-one coffee dates, they mm-hmm. don't even work at the same company, yeah. I would be like, we're breaking up. Of course. Like, I can't trust you. Like, what the fuck is this? I think guys are allowed to have girlfriends. Absolutely. But within reason Mm -hmm. like it needs to make sense you know to circle back to something that we continued saying in the last episode the way he was acting felt very intentional and before we knew about all of this bad stuff we were like he's acting with intention he's taking you out for coffee he's intentionally getting to know you Mm -hmm. and now keeping in mind that intention knowing the context that we know now it makes it worse and that's why yeah my feelings were hurt and fair enough made that very clear to him i was like this isn't about me like you need to figure out what the hell is happening here because I can't imagine how upset she would be. But also, that wasn't cool. And I think my biggest fear with confronting him this way was that he was going to turn around and essentially gaslight the situation and be like, what do you mean? Nothing physical happened, blah, blah, blah. Because I guess like that's like that's not untrue. Nothing physical did happen, but it doesn't make everything that happened not wrong. Yeah. So... I was really nervous that he was going to take that approach in his response, and he didn't. He was very mature about it, and he kind of just, after I confronted him, he was like, all right. He's like, talk to me. And he allowed me the space to just talk about why everything that has happened up until this point was wrong, and he apologized right up front, and he took accountability for it. And in that moment, like, sure, it was nice to hear him take accountability, but it didn't matter because I was still angry and I was upset. And I basically just responded with, thank you for apologizing, but that does not make it okay. Mm -hmm. And he said, he was like, I would like to be friends with you. And I was like, I was never looking for friendship from you. So Mm -hmm. respectfully, no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that conversation went on for, I would say, about like maybe four minutes. And when I walked away, Remember, Delaney's still in my ear. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking that the whole time. (laughs) Delaney was like, oh shit. And can I tell you, she was the greatest hype woman after that conversation because I walked away. She heard my, my parting words. And I literally, it was like um, in a spy movie. I like grabbed one ear. I was like, are you still there? She was like, you are so amazing. And like completely hyped me up, which was exactly what I needed. And it was nice to have someone there to like immediately validate that like I handled things correctly yeah. and I handled things well. So that's kind of how that conversation went. And it's so funny because when I 
was on the phone with Delaney and then when I was also telling this story to someone like my mom or my roommates, all of their first reactions, obviously after being like, oh my God, that's crazy, was, oh, so I guess next week you're not going to go into the office or you're not going to sit on your floor. And to each and every single one of them, I was like, no. I was like, on Monday, I'm going into the office. I'm sitting in my seat. Well, you didn't do anything wrong. Of course not. I did nothing yeah. he wrong. Gets, he should have to, to mm-hmm. look at you and realize like, oh, fuck. Exactly. Like, I led this girl on. And also, I wasn't going to let this boy unintentionally, because I don't think he's here's the thing. I don't think he's a bad person. Like, I don't think he did all of this on purpose. I think he's human and got carried away. Yeah. And that doesn't make it okay. Yeah, he forgot that he wasn't single. Exactly. And like, yeah. it's still incredibly wrong. But because of all of that, like, I'm not going to let this boy take away my confidence. Yeah, yeah I'm amen. not going to make him like, make me hide in a corner and stay home. Like, you don't get to have that much power. So that weekend, I walked my ass to Zara and I got myself an outfit because I was like, when I walk into that office on Monday, I'm going to feel the best I've ever felt. I was like, yeah. call, it, call it a Princess Diana revenge no, I was dress. Say, <laughs> Princess Diana wore a black dress. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was for, Neither but it was after her, pretty much her breakup. Yeah. And, and it was her revenge outfit. It was called Di- Diana's revenge dress. And, and this it, was Danielle's revenge Zara skirt. Like, <laughs> well, I love it. So I, love I it. got myself an outfit and on Monday morning, I walked in. It was so funny. Delaney had gotten to the office before me because I was like, here's the thing. I have this outfit. I'm not going in if I don't have to. Like, I'm not yeah. going to wear this outfit twice. So, like, you need to tell me if he's there. And then <laughs> ah, I will run. Boots on the ground. <laughs> yep. And Delaney she, uh, is a good-ass friend. Oh, my God. Beyond. And it was so funny. I still have the text messages because I, like, screenshot it because it was so funny. That morning, she's in the office. She texts me. She goes, the snake is in the cave. I repeat, the snake is in the cave. <laughs> the snake is in the cave. <laughs> it That's was so, so good. good. So, then I went into the office and... I was there for no more than like five minutes sitting at my desk before he came up to me with a large Dunkin' coffee, plopped it in front of me, and he goes, peace offering, and just walked away, didn't say anything. And I think I am now able to look back on that and be like, that is a kind gesture. Like it showed a little bit of humility and a little bit of like, I recognize that I made you feel bad. So here is this. Does a coffee solve all these problems? No. <laughs> I would have been like, fuck you. Right. Like, honestly, I'd be like, too soon. So too soon. So here's the yeah, thing. That's fresh. Now I'm able to look at it that way. That's in the great. moment, it made me angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would make yeah. me angry In too. the moment, it made me really angry, especially because it happened that one time. And then later on in the week, he got me like munchkins from Duncan. Again, there was yes. another peace offering. There was another, another peace offering. And that. That's like a girlfriendy and peace that, offering exactly the coffee i think could be like a civil thing but i think munchkins from duncan mm-hmm. that's like a cutesy like i'm your boyfriend gift so and we just got in a fight but we're dating yeah gift. yeah that's weird so, so that's why that is what my tipping point was and i think this is the moment where like i didn't even really act rash whatsoever but this was probably like the most i have reacted in oh, this so moment you doubled down on the munchkins of course i doubled down on the munchkins <laughs> the munchkins came and danny saw red. right exactly oh my god that was that was the, the last straw <laughs> yeah because, because the, fucking munchkins. <laughs> the last straw was the the phony peace offering munchkins <laughs> that was really where i was at my wit's end you will never look at munchkins the same again ever <laughs> ever it was a bag of like pumpkin and chocolate munchkins i was like catch me eating glazed munchkins for the rest of my life because i can't ever look at those again um so he 
like the coffee made me feel uneasy the munchkins made me angry which is a <laughs> wild statement out of context like the munchkins made me angry but that's whatever that's, that's a, a so thing. it's yeah, definitely a thing of that, course that now i'm just do. triggered by dunkin donuts munchkins but he <laughs> dropped those in front of me and I just, I felt as though he was missing the entire point. Because I literally, like, kept on thinking, the place where you went wrong in this entire situation was taking me out to get coffee and doing these things that felt very intentional and felt very dating. And suggesting an actual date. Yeah. Like, and the actual date was suggested, not just the coffee. Exactly. Like, just so everyone knows. It was like, there were drinks and dinner involved. Yes, there were. So... I mean, we didn't ever actually ever go to d- drinks and dinner. But the suggestion was twisted, made. And, like, when you're exactly. in a relationship, you don't make that suggestion. Of course not. To another person yeah. without your girlfriend being present or, like... I, I just feel You like, just never no. do. No, yeah, no, no. no. Yeah. So yeah, no. That is what my tipping point kind of was. Yeah. And after he gave me that second peace offering, I decided to send him an email because keep in mind, all of our communication is still via email. So I sent him an email, and I essentially, actually, no, not essentially, I verbatim said, "If doing things like this is making you feel better, then go for it. I'll take the free coffee. I'll take the free munchkins. But if you're doing this to make me feel better, none of it is going to work as long as you have a girlfriend. I am not the person who should be receiving these gestures from you. Yeah. And I left it at that. Because you said you don't really want to be his friend. I don't. I was never looking for friendship. Yeah. I mean, nice guy, but like, I wasn't going, I was literally going through all this because I was like, he's cute and I would totally date him. Yeah. Yeah, You don't want to, yeah. I think that's totally fair. Yeah. No, I think he's, it's his people pleasing is showing his, yeah. his, his people pleaser side is showing Clearly. and he like can't stand the thought of someone being mad at him, which I agree with. I think I'm kind of a people pleaser too. Yeah, I think yeah. we all have that tendency. But I wouldn't do that. Like I wouldn't cheat or no. even remotely cheat. Just I wonder to, if he also was worried that you were going to like somehow tell his girlfriend or something. Oh. Here's my thing. I, not that we knew each other that well, Yeah. but I think he knows that I wouldn't, ever interject myself like had things gotten physical like i think i would have because obviously that is like beyond any anything that we experienced but i think he knew that i was just going to handle this with grace until given a reason not to Mm -hmm. and i think had he retaliated or been super um defensive about all of this i think i would have had a more of an inclination to maybe like go and reach out to her but because he just apologized i was like i'm just gonna let this be um so i sent that email and all i sent it at like 2 p.m on a tuesday or no like 2 p.m on whatever day it was just like no shame sending it in the middle of the work day as he's sitting like diagonal from me oh I my god care. i would have waited till we both no. left i would have like scheduled the email to send Danny at five o'clock no shame no no that, shame that's the moral like, ever. me in the eyes when <laughs> you read this exactly. shit that's the moral of this story no you handled it all right thank you and after i sent that i think I feel like everybody has experienced this when you send a risky text and like all of a sudden you throw your phone and like this could be like when you're texting a boy like yeah. this, it doesn't even have to be something negative or an just email like something every day yeah, so yeah literally work email yeah and I think after I sent that email of course my first reaction was like phone on do not disturb just like put it away but I very quickly realized that like I sent it for me like I didn't send it with the hope of getting any type of response from him I sent it for myself because I knew that that's what I was feeling in the moment and that's what I wanted him to know. So 
when he didn't respond that entire day, I was at peace with it and I was like totally okay with it. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, quite a few days went by with no response to that email to the point where like I kind of forgot about it. And keep in mind, like we're in the office every day and I'm seeing him, but like not nearly as often. It's not like he's going out of his way to talk to me, um, nor should he, but I just was never getting a response. And I was like, that's fine. I just like, I'm at peace with that. And then I would say probably about a week later, I got a response from him and it definitely had a tone to it that was a lot more similar to what I was nervous about getting the first time I confronted him. Gaslighting. It was gaslighting. It was less so gaslighting, definitely defensive and understandably so because I, now things are in writing and now I, I called you out for your shit. And you have to look at that and read it over and over again. It's not just a passing conversation. I understand why he got defensive. And he responded back. And it was along the lines of, this wasn't some big grand flower gesture. It was just some extra munchkins. I have enough stress in my life right now. Like, I don't need anything else. Um, if you want to be friends, great. If you don't, I get it. But, like, I'm not doing this, basically. Wow. And he sent that. He pulled to me when he sent that email because he sent it at like 1 p.m. on a Tuesday. Wow. And I was You're like, literally sitting across the He's like, like, you can like, play at that game. Exactly. So, honestly, I respected that. But when I read that email, again, not that we knew each other all too well, but I knew it felt out of character. And it was confirmed that it was out of character when he sent that email. And no more than like three minutes later, he was up out of his chair walking towards the elevator to like blow off steam. And I'm, I don't know what came over me. But before I even th- could think, oh my god! You went to the elevator. I was up <sighs> out of my seat, walking to the oh elevator to meet my him. God. This is like a freaking movie. I know. But tell me, this entire situation, like beginning to end, good and bad, is all like a movie. Yeah, like, it's wild. Yeah, yes. someone's gonna pick this up. I, I know. know. Any producers HBO, listening? Seriously, Peacock, do I have a plot <laughs> for you? So, um, I marched up to the elevator, and he was standing there with his back towards me, and I tapped him on the shoulder. He turned around, saw me, and it looked like he saw a freaking ghost because I could tell you right now he wasn't expecting me to confront him. And he kind of just like looked and he was like, hi. And I stuck out my hand and I was like, truce. Truce. And he was like, what? I was like, truce. I was like, this isn't fun anymore. I don't want to, I don't want to do this because here's the thing. I, this whole like back and forth via email was really fun when it was fun. Yeah. It was really fun. Like when I thought that he was, you know, single. Exciting. I bet. Right. It was so exciting. And I just, I enjoyed it. And now that I know all that I know, and also now that I'm fighting over email with this boy, I barely know. (laughs) It's like, it like all set in very quickly. I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. What am I doing? Like, why am I even wasting my energy doing this? So I was like, listen, we have to exist in this office space for a little while longer. I just want to end it with a truce and then disappear for a little bit. So that's exactly what I did. I, I shook his hand and I was like, truce. And then I walked away. Was it awkward or was he like... No, like, because I don't make... I don't make things awkward. Like I was able to laugh about it a little bit. I kind of said what I just said to you guys. Like, mm-hmm. why are we fighting over email? This is silly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just kind of ended it with a laugh and I was like, see ya. And I walked away. And from that day on, like the following week and a half, I kind of disappeared from the office for a little bit. Cause I was like, now I need space. Like now I'm doing this for myself. Yeah. And I just need to like take a step back. 
Yeah. I, I wanted you to say you guys shook hands, did the truce. He went downstairs from the elevator, brought back up more munchkins. <laughs> Can That's you what the I desperately wanted. More did, did no something different. It had to be something different. <laughs> right. Of yeah. course. What's he like the, it up. the next thing up? Like an eclair or something? <laughs> like a I don't know something like, <laughs> like stuffed. A, yeah. Something a, like Dunkin' Donuts a, breakfast sandwich. Like a Dominique Ansel, <laughs> a cronut no, or something. No, I will say those little hash browns are so fucking oh, good. They're so good. He should have brought those. I then, know. then maybe this whole thing wouldn't have happened. Right. Because exactly. if he brought the right thing the first time, he brought the hash browns. Everything would have been totally fine this whole situation would have been avoided it could have been avoided with the with damn hash browns, hash browns. yeah that's if all he really needed broke to up with his girlfriend in the duncan then mm-hmm. <laughs> and then brought the hash browns all of this could have been avoided mm. so Office i boy i took a step back for myself and i was like i'm just gonna peace out for a little um but one thing that i actually didn't mention on the last episode not intentionally i just kind of forgot um is i knew he was gonna be leaving the office space pretty soon like his ex- company was expanding and they were just going to be finding a different place to work from i see so uh i knew that and i also had heard that it was going to be at the end of october so after taking about a week and a half to just like exist and not see him i knew that the end of the month it was coming around and i was like listen i'm just a girl and unfortunately <laughs> yeah <laughs> unfortunately bad situation and this i want to like validate for people because I think it's really easy to hear stories like this and immediately turn to like, oh, fuck him. And first of all, yeah, like obviously what he did was a bad thing, but it doesn't mean that like my feelings went away at the snap of a finger. That's yeah. not how life works. And I definitely like still had those feelings and mm-hmm. I knew that he was going to be leaving. And I was like, I just want to be able to say that I saw things through. So I made my appearance back on our floor on the last day of the month and obviously i never initiated any of this conversation so it's like if he doesn't say anything to me when i'm here fine like you leave and i'll never see you again but if you do i want to like at least be present so the entire day on the 31st i didn't hear anything from him um until like the very end of the day i got an email from him and it was like today's our last day in the office do you want to go on one more walk for old time's sake kind of like it's horrible, but so like I know cute kind of. I, I don't know. know. It's it's a very it's a very strange, very strange. This story. man sounds lonely. I know. I really wish he didn't have a girlfriend. I know. I feel really bad for his so, girlfriend. So do I. But there's this like weird. Well, I feel like he's, he needs have. a buddy. Like he needs a friend. I know. Like a male though. that like, like he wiener. doesn't hit <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, maybe a boy a boyfriend a no man friend a man friend yes. not <laughs> a man a colleague. Um, yeah, yeah. He needs a friend that isn't, that he isn't going to lead on. Yes. Into thinking that. I completely agree with and you. And ask on a date. Like, he just needs to not like, do picture that. picture him buying munchkins and low dress <laughs> ice coffees and dropping them on a man's desk. Yeah, picture, yeah, like, honestly. Going on coffee walks and buying the man a coffee. Like, what is going on? I don't know. So, again, because I am just a girl, I saw that email and I was like, Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but here's my thing. Okay. I, I went to Delaney before I went on this walk with her. And I was like, first of all, do you think I should go? And she was like, yes, I, I do think that you should go. Like, you're never going to see this guy ever again. It's true. Like, see things through. Because yeah. you'll feel better for yourself if you know that you kind of, like, wrap things in a bow. Because that's one thing about me, like... for better or for worse like i need closure in all situations and Mm -hmm. that is hard when like it's hard to i don't know it's hard to get closure in a lot of situations because it's not up to you but i knew that a lot of the power was in my hands here and i wanted to know that like for future danny she felt at peace with 
everything that had gone down and how she acted and how she how she ended things yeah so I decided to go but I told Delaney I was like this is going to be one of the first times in my life that I don't dictate conversation that I don't try and fill silence that I don't try and Mm. that I don't try and initiate convo like I just wanted to sit back and exist and if you you meaning him if he wanted this walk to be 20 minutes of awkward small talk fine I can do that I'll talk about the weather Mm -hmm. for 20 minutes that's okay but if you want it to be more than that that's okay too you're gonna have to be the one on him it's on him it's not you're not going to like hold his hand and I was like you're like you initiated this walk so whatever he wanted it to be that's what it was gonna be so I went on this walk and I will say that like 85 percent of this walk was awkward small talk because I didn't dictate anything. Yeah. Like he, mm. it was October. He's act- asking me about my Christmas plans. He I'm was like, flailing. You, first of all, you don't flailing. care. He was Literally. also probably feeling so awkward because he was like, okay, I know I want to go on a walk with her. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she. we just went through this whole thing where she was blowing up at me, basically. I've been putting caught. me in my place. Yeah, yeah. I've been caught, exactly. So, I don't know. It was up to him. And again, like a very, very, very large chunk of that walk was awkward small talk. Awkward small talk. And then... Towards the end, the conversation did kind of pivot in a way where we were able to talk about um, the entire situation. With our upcoming trip to Paris, the girls and I need to brush up on our French skills, and we are so excited to be partnering with Rosetta Stone to help make us pros by the summertime. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in any language you want to learn. I'm personally so excited to learn French with Rosetta Stone because it's so easy. I can do it right on my phone. Its built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation, which I think is so helpful because pronouncing things is always difficult for me. And Rosetta Stone's process is designed for long-term retention of the language, so I'll be speaking French forever and ever. It's an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages so no matter where life takes you in the world, you'll be covered and speaking the language in no time. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Matchmade listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's rosettastone.com today for 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today today. J'adore Rosetta Stone. <laughs> Reminder that Mother's Day is coming up on May 12th. And if you haven't gotten anything for your mom or the mother figure in your life yet, definitely consider My Life in a Book. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question, so your mom or mother figure a question, via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. Mylifeinabook.com will compile all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. So special. Hi. I love the intent behind mylifeinabook.com. I'm always looking for new ways to give gifts to the holidays, birthdays, etc. that have more meaning than just a material object, and My Life in a Book is the perfect way to share a gift that's both sentimental and will contain memories that I'll be able to hold for a lifetime. This year for Mother's Day, I'm getting My Life in a Book for my grandma, who's my absolute treasure. How fun is it that she'll get to share all of her stories with me that I can then pass on to my kids someday? I'm so excited and would highly recommend as a gift for anyone in your life that you love. Check out My 
mylifeinabook.com and use code MATCHMADE at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom or mother figure this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code MATCHMADE for 10% off today. Check it out. Happy Mother's Day. Dry January might be over for now, but if you're looking to cut back or cut out alcohol this year, keep listening. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement, seeing as though they're a totally guilt-free but delicious way to unwind. So if you're the kind of person who likes to be social but doesn't want to drink alcohol, holding a can of Recess will do the trick. With 0% alcohol, real fruit, only 25 calories or less, naturally sweetened with agave and infused with functional ingredients that taste just like your favorite cocktail. Cocktails without the alcohol, recess is the perfect way to either unwind at home, at a dinner party with friends, or mm-hmm. in between drinks for alcohol moderation. I loved the watermelon mojito flavor, and I think you will too, so you should definitely check that and their other flavors out for yourself. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash matchmade, so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Check them out. Yay, recess. Woo! And I'm going to spare a lot of the details just like on air because I don't want a lot of this is just like a little bit more specific and a little bit more personal that I just the last thing I want is for like anybody to be able to trace any of this. But yeah, yeah. here's what I'll fair say. Fair enough. Totally fair. The conversation and I could tell you guys all fair, obviously, but like <laughs> and, and we will demand <laughs> We're the, lucky ones. the second you said, oh, I'm going to keep guys. this all fair. I was like mental note for Adam. Danny's <laughs> telling me after we stop recording. <laughs> So I will say that like the the things that we did talk about when the conversation pivoted in that way provided a lot of color because the story I had spun up in my head was that this is this boy in a very long-term committed relationship that is doing all of these things to like ruin this relationship and I've been caught in the crossfire and it made me hold a lot of guilt and a lot of embarrassment like I just started really beating myself up for all of this and he provided a lot of color on that whole situation which does it make any of the way that he acted okay no but it does provide context that I think again was able allowed me to be able to humanize him a little bit and not be able to look at him and be like oh my god he's like this monster like it really put things into perspective to realize that things in life are very rarely black and white there's a lot of gray area and Mm -hmm. like learning that context was important for me at least um and he also continue to double down on what I learned about him the first time I confronted him, which was he has a very unique ability. And this is something I would say to his face, regardless of anything that has happened. He has a very unique ability to take accountability for things, apologize sincerely, and express an unbelievable amount of emotional intelligence. And that's what he did. He, once Mm. again, walked through the entire situation and he basically, while sparing the details, was like, I know I fucked up. I know the exact moment I fucked up and this is why I fucked up. And he, like, walked through all of it. And it was to the point where we were having this conversation and I didn't even know what to say because everything I could have said, he took the words out of my mouth. And I think the most notable thing that he said, because my two feelings throughout this entire situation were I felt stupid for not seeing it. And I felt embarrassed for Mm -hmm. one, talking about it publicly, 
having so much hope and like so much excitement like I just felt silly and that's what really made me upset Mm -hmm. um and at one point he looked at me and he was like again verbatim he was like I know I made you feel stupid I know I embarrassed you and I'm so sorry I mean I was like wow wow I will say I think emotional intelligence is a very hot thing don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. and like I require that in my life like anyone I'm surrounded by like I pretty much require that they're emotionally intelligent yeah, yeah. because i feel like i'm flailing otherwise yeah like i feel totally. yeah same similar situation mm-hmm. but i almost feel like this is going to be a this might be a hot take but i feel like when some guys are like know all those things to say i almost feel like i'm like someone cooked here right i'm like <laughs> i'm like he fucks up a lot mm-hmm. and this he knows this is what his girlfriend needs to hear for him to get over it like or for her to get over it for him to get out of this situation like for him to not be blamed yeah like oh because you're you know saying these things just devil's advocate no well, I, I think, think uh, maybe like, i'm jaded too because i was thinking the same thing i'm when like Daniel he was just yeah. saying this shit to get out of it so he doesn't seem like the bad guy so he seems like the good guy but it's hard it's hard yeah. to tell like what's actually genuine no, you, yeah you would i think you'd only figure out if it's genuine if you're like in a long-term relationship with him exactly and is this his way of just always getting out of things right or is it does he actually mean it yeah like, katie our brain's fucked up because i no, heard denny's no. story and i was like I was he's like, only telling like eating her shit because he doesn't want her to tell the girlfriend yeah and here's the thing like honestly <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. and here's the thing like that may very well be true yeah but yeah. i'll never know that yeah so i think again for me like i need to sit back and assume the best and assume that he meant that because it did provide me with a lot of peace to just be able to be like okay like i wasn't crazy and i was within my right to be upset and i think everything that he said kind of validated me i think that's the best way for me to put it like validated your feelings yeah, yeah it validated my feelings and the one reason i'll say that i i think the conversation was had less for him and more for me was because he did not paint himself in the best light. Like he definitely, he didn't try and justify any of his actions whatsoever. And I think it's really easy when you mess up to try and do everything in your power to make yourself feel better. And I can't imagine that the things he was saying to me made himself feel better in the slightest. Yeah. It just, it kind of just outlined like how shitty everything he did. Unless he's a masochist. Was, he unless he's a masochist, of course. Like he gets off in the pain. I'm literally oh God, such please. a devil's advocate today. Like, you holy are. fuck, I'm such a Debbie Downer. No, no someone's got to be. I'm, I'm like, like, this man, fuck you. Yeah. I know. I'm like, I think he knows all the right things to say. <laughs> I think he wants to paint himself as the bad guy. So then you, maybe like it'll make you feel better. But I also feel like he might also not believe that. Yeah. he He's just saying what he needs to say to like not feel like a bad guy. Yeah. We'll never know. Even we'll though. Never know. We'll but never you were know. also there in the situation. And if you believe his. Yeah. You know, I think I just like, I feel like I delivery. have to believe it. No, also, yeah. that's I'm very noble of you to not want to hate him. I, and to believe the I best would, in people. Yeah. I would hear this shit and be like, I fucking hate you still. No. <laughs> like, it's, it's noble of you to be like, I want to, to like get the closure and see him in a good light. Yeah. Because I, I think there's, <laughs> it takes like too much energy for me to sit here and be yeah. like, oh, I actively hate him. I also can't hate somebody I'm never going to see again. Like, that's a waste of my energy as well. True. So I think I just have to find peace with it um and it was ultimately a very flattering conversation and like if i took nothing else from it like i'll take the ego boost because it's one thing 
to have been complimented, like say on my appearance. He didn't sit there and compliment my appearance. If he did, I would have been like, actually shut up because I don't need to hear that like defeats the entire purpose. But he was actively complimenting my character in a way that I am not always fully sure if people see me in that way. Mm. And it was really nice to hear that. And I, it just, it meant the conversation meant a lot to me, just like from a, a closure standpoint. Yeah. So that conversation kind of ended. I said maybe a total of four words <laughs> because I was like <laughs> mute. I, like I always have things to say. And this was the one time I was like, I just, speechless. my brain is empty. Stunned, just speechless. Literally. You also went into the conversation wanting it to be like that. Of though. course. You were like, you're going to dictate this. You're leading this. this. I'm following along. Boy, did he. So <laughs> after that conversation, it basically just ended with him looking at me and being like, I would love to be friends to which I circled back to what I had said to him the first time I talked to him. And I, I said it, I was like, I said it once and I'll say it again. I was never looking for friendship from you. So good luck with everything. And that was my parting word. That was my mic drop moment. And then I walked away. Holy shit. This is like a, and, <laughs> yeah. like a movie. And I don't want to be friends. It's like a no. lifetime movie. And wow. I have never seen or heard from him since. And I probably never will. When was this? This is November 1st or like October 31st? October 31st. Oh my God. Halloween. Halloween. Spooky as fuck. Tell yeah, me the spookiest spooky. Halloween I've ever had. That's real spooky. I was still probably recovering from my hangover. <laughs> Wait, that means that this happened the, like the day of Katie's Halloween party. Yep. Like you were well, fresh. My Halloween, Halloween was party was, was before, was the 27th. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then Halloween was the 31st. So that conversation hadn't happened, but I had oh, found out yeah, that yeah. he had a girlfriend right, right. by okay, the time so of you, Katie's party. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. And it was very fresh. Wow. So, and here's what I'll say. I told you that there were morals to the story. And I think that the the biggest moral is that there is power in vulnerability. Because looking mm-hmm. back on it, I think it would have been so easy for me to find out that he has a girlfriend and immediately be like, oh my God, fuck that. Like, I didn't like you anyway. And immediately put all these walls up. Yeah. And that's easy for me to do and easy for a lot of people to do. But I think me just continuing to double down on like the vulnerable side of you hurt my feelings. I liked you. I feel bad for her. It allowed me to act a lot more authentically. And I think it allowed me to be heard and respected a lot more Yeah. without being hot headed, without handling things like with anger. So yeah. And it helps like the potential next girl in line. Maybe if he was going to go to another workplace and do the same thing, maybe now he'll, he'll not do that. He'll think, differently because he'll realize how what he does affects people yeah and ultimately like i i wish him the best i want him to figure his stuff out and i want him to be happy i want his girlfriend to be happy like i just want want everybody to be happy (laughs) and i want to just find somebody else we want you to be happy how about that and i just want to get my get somebody else so i can get my mind off of that situation well i have a question for you so let's say it's been what one and a half almost two months Mm -hmm. like what are you gonna do if he reaches back out to you via email saying hey i broke up with my girlfriend oh good question i'd love to see you again i thought about this um i think if it were within a certain period of time like so this happened in october i think if this happened within like the next two three months i would respond and just be like if he said that he broke up with his girlfriend, I would encourage him to take more time to figure out himself 
and mm-hmm. handle the other things that he explained to me were stressing him out and encourage him to kind of figure that out and then come back to me if that is still something he wants. Um, mm-hmm. If it has been, if he reaches out to me in like a year, I will have to assume that he's done that work on himself and I would maybe consider it. Mm. But it's interesting because I can say that now, not having any other distractions. Yeah. Like I... I am I am a one track mind when it comes to guys for better or for worse. Like I cannot really get over somebody until I have somebody else in front of me. It's mm-hmm. not the best quality, and it also stops me from building a roster. But we're, we're trying to work on that. <laughs> but I think it's easy for me to say all that now because I have no other prospects. But the second I have another prospect, I might have no interest. Yeah, yeah, you might be over him. Yeah, I might find all of like the positive qualities that I saw in him. Yeah, in somebody else, and that somebody else. We'll also be single. So, you know what? Like, so I don't know. It's hard for me to say. Um, but if you were to reach out to me like tomorrow, that's probably what I would respond. Yeah. Just encouraging him to figure yeah. his shit out. Do the work. But still wish him well. I think that's fair. Therapy. It's also, it'd be so fresh at that point. Like, you guys already had this conversation a month and a half. Exactly. Yeah, two months. Yeah. But if he does, re- I don't know. If you're just like, let's say three months, two and a half. I- <laughs> Adam's like, how about I'll that? I'll like, you know, time's been taken. It's all right. Right. It's fine. <laughs> Let's circle back. I don't know. I mean, listen, if that happens, you guys will be the first to get the inside scoop. We'll have part course. three. So part, three. <laughs> part three of Jamie Jordan's never story. You saga. got mail. Part three. <laughs> the never-ending saga of Office That Boy. would actually be so funny. I know. It would be. And um, it would honestly tie this entire, what seems like a movie, together yeah that's what i'm saying like i don't feel like we have a bow on this story yet. neither do i like we have the box and we have the wrapping paper but mm-hmm. we don't have the bow tied we do not you and know bows are having a moment right now so. i know they're trendy uh, bows pr team like bows as in B- <laughs> b-o-w-s not bows as b-o-s-e um bows and like ribbons what the they're fuck? having such like, a moment i was trying to explain it to jack like they are just like having this like resurgence they're on everything and yeah. we're we're loving it yeah colby wore one to her halloween party <laughs> You wore one to the rock Halloween F. party? Oh, her Christmas party. Sorry. Her Christmas party, Katie's yeah. like, that's mine, bitch. Well, no, I was like, I think you're back in time in Danny's yeah. story here. I know. I'm all over the place. Yeah. I'm like, where are we? What time zone? Well, but that's the story. It didn't disappoint. No, I think it didn't it was, disappoint at all. It okay. had a really good ending. Like okay. how I thought you so didn't too. lose yourself in it all. No. Which is really good. I also feel like everything that you said, I feel like you handled it the best it could have possibly been. Yeah, handled. I wouldn't have handled you. it nearly as well. Same. I, 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 <laughs> we would have been a train wreck, the two of us. Yeah, I would not have been, I would have been unwell. I'm not even kidding. Towards the end, like I had two main goals. I was like, A, I'm gonna handle this so well, you're never gonna have a bad word to say about me. You're never gonna be able to say, like, oh, that crazy girl. Never yeah. gonna be me. And two. I was like, I am going to be the one that got away if it fucking kills me. Woo! And I was like, and here you we are. Were. You and were. I am. You I, and your czar six, skirt. And me and my czar skirt will You and your czar skirt, your munchkins, and your large iced coffee from Duncan. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Like, Seriously. Oh, my God. You incredible. said, it, I'll take the munchkins. Thanks. Exactly. Keep them coming. But... <laughs> I mean, figure wow. shit out. So yeah, kind of sad though that, that was the end, and he like doesn't work in the you know. I know, but honestly, I think it's for the best. Like for yeah. me, mentally, I'm happy that he's not there anymore because it allows yeah. me to have that out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, that's actually really lucky. Oh my god, because we it know people so well. that have like hooked up with coworkers, and it's so awkward. And, and not that he's even your coworker; right. he's just in the same space. But like that can be a real issue totally oh i used like, to hook up with them. my client back in the day oh yeah like, i forgot about I had, that. See, had to see him all the time like you see them around <laughs> and it's just like you're never not like thinking in the back of your mind like i've seen you naked yeah you yeah. know 
<laughs> it personally hasn't happened to me when I was at L'Oreal my only office experience was only girls and gays and there was no one for me right um, <laughs> so that would never have happened but you know I, I see the movies yeah I know oh, when I worked at Bloomberg my clientele was like A1. my type it was, oh my god it was all the Wall Street finance bros <laughs> my god yeah so definitely worked out in that sense Wow. Yes. But again, not the story that people wanted. Unfortunately, it's not a little happily ever. Hello? <laughs> Did you just hear me? <laughs> you <stutter>? just glitched. <laughs> happily ever after. But there's morals. You know what? This isn't a Lifetime movie, you know? No. It's not always going to end happy. Of course not. This is Match Made in Manhattan, right? Exactly. It's <laughs> not always Speaking happy stories out here. Not a Lifetime movie, aka not family friendly. Adam <gasps> got into quite a situation over the weekend or whenever that was i need to hear every Wait, which one? dirty my detail. date of the holiday party Ooh, i, I want to talk about the date first okay well because that that happened first yeah yeah that and then first. talk about the holiday party and i want to hear all the dirty details i'm ready um yes so yeah this is a two-part um match made <laughs> episode of two different scenarios will we be sitting here for two hours maybe probably i told you we're giving you guys a, an xl episode i mean this i love it eoi all right yeah we're, we're doing well on time <laughs> Um, so as people may know, I'm in my fun, fun, I'm glitching too, fun, flirty <laughs> dating era. Okay. I You're in your hoe era. I, I don't know about that. But, well, <laughs> <laughs> like too well, far. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe after this story, I'm in my hoe era. Yeah, Who knows? that's why I said that. Yeah. I mean, some, some things happen, but basically <laughs> I have been, you know, racking up the hinge matches, trying to go on more dates. On the last episode, I talked about this guy I've been dating a couple times. I don't know if you've... Of course, I'm recent. always caught up. Okay, Danny's caught up. So oh, I we love you for it. dating Obviously. this guy that we called Hollister on the podcast. Yes. So I went on two dates oh with him. God. That was so funny. It was, it was rough for me. <laughs> it was rough for me, for sure. Um, he and I have since kind of just like faded off. He, I feel kind of bad because he clearly really liked me. Him? A little bit, yeah. Oh, but, poor but also, Hollister. I didn't, I didn't kind of leave it as a way of like, oh, we'll never talk again. But basically, I knew that given I'm leaving tomorrow for seven days mm-hmm. and we had plans, our weekend was stacked. I had like four birthdays. Yeah, this is the worst time Saturday. of year. You always have birthdays. No, this is the <laughs> worst time birthdays. of year to date. So, exactly. and fair so enough. He told me the days that he was free and I was like, okay, there's just literally no way. Like, I actually can't see you until after New Year's at right. this point, which is like, at the time we had texted this it was two and a half weeks away right so yeah i just knew it wasn't gonna happen and he kept trying to like kind of keep up the conversation via text but i was like we've been on two dates i don't really like you or feel like i like you enough to want to you know commit to this texting thing and right. things like that so i did end up kind of fading off of the text conversation i just wasn't interested in continuing you know endless sex and stuff like that but what i see him again maybe um, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, Door's still back. open to crack. Door's still open. Very I, fair. Exactly. Okay. I think he's cute. I would totally see him again. Yeah, he's roster. so sweet. So roster. sweet. But I'm in my fun Florida dating era, and I don't want to lock myself into anybody as of right now. <laughs> and so anyways, I had met this other guy on Hinge that I'd also been talking to. So right now, I would say I'm talking to maybe like four or five guys at the same time. I'm so obsessed with that. Yes. Teach me your ways. <laughs> so, some of them are old flanks, because as we know, one thing about Adam Harrison is I do dip in old pools quite frequently. As you should. Yeah, so Hollister's not over. Like, I just no. refuse. I feel like with you, you never really ghost anyone because they're always potential contenders like a year from now. Exactly. <laughs> like, Canada? I don't know if you listened when I... They might come back us. Okay, yeah, so I was talking to this guy in Canada who I went on a FaceTime date with like back in the day forever ago because mm-hmm. he lives in Ottawa. And he was actually in Miami when Katie and I were there. And he was 
or he was going to be in Miami, but right. he was getting there at three. Right. I, I think this. I talked about this. Mm-hmm. He was getting there at like three a.m. Katie and I were leaving at seven a.m. So just he was like, I will literally sense. meet you for coffee. You're like, what? he was like, I'll meet you at five a.m. I <laughs> was like, crazy. you do not want to see me at five a.m. But okay, <laughs> we look terrible. Um, and he literally today sent me this um instagram selfie it was kind of cringy but like there's no other methods i guess for him to send something like this but he sent me a selfie of like him and his friend and the caption was oh i just saw a cute boy with a nice coffee and it made me think of you or something like that oh my god cute and i replied and i was like i'm cuter though right (laughs) (laughs) he said of course but anyways i'm still i'm still chatting with him we're gonna go on a date in january i think and so back to kind of what happened to me last week. So I end up agreeing to go on a date with this guy that I've been chatting with on Hinge a little bit. Okay. He has a really tough schedule because he is in his residency. So Got he's it. in his first year medical residency. He's a surgery resident. We read his messages on the podcast. Yes. The one about like, what was it? Like the same person that told me that you'd be free for a date or oh, like yeah, yeah. some, a little birdie told we, me we digested this. Yeah, someone yeah. told me you were back in town. Yeah. Oh, I do. Okay. And yeah. he was yeah. like, who said that? And he was like, the, the I don't think guy, I have my phone, so I can't refresh. But yeah, it was something similar to that. Long story short, he had, he had very good, he yes. very yeah. smooth on the app. Exactly. He's very smooth. Very smooth. And so we planned a date for last Thursday. But as I was kind of mentioning, like my schedule has been a little bit crazy. And so on Thursday, I also had a work event prior to the date that I scheduled with him. So I was like, okay, I have a work event from five to seven or whatever i can meet you at 7 30. Okay. he texts me back and he's like hey i made this reservation he made such a good reservation at this michelin star cocktail bar that i've been okay. wanting to try for so long wait does this guy have a nickname by the way um he... i don't think he does yet can we establish one yeah i just don't know what to call him i think we call him hillstone yeah, we can call him Hillstone. And that, that will come up later in the story. Okay. I'm permanently banned from Hillstone, probably. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, no. Adam can never go back to Hillstone. I really can't. So, okay. and, and for those listening out of state, Hillstone is a steakhouse. Uh, well, people actually out of state might know because Hillstone is actually a chain, oh, it's a chain. across mm-hmm. the United States. Oh, oh, oh. It's a very good. It's in most major cities, though. So you'd have to be in a major city, but it's so good. And right, the food I take is it so back. I was uncultured before <laughs> New York. I never had gone. Do we have one in Maryland? I don't think we do. I'm not sure. Maybe in Potomac or Bethesda oh, or DC. Yeah. Like the rich areas. Um, <laughs> Hillstone is like <laughs> you a rich, hot rich. place in New York. Yeah, it's hard right. to get a res. It's really impossible. hard. They literally, sorry to cut you off, but the best part about Hillstone is their martini method. Yes. The way that they will literally, like they give you a, a great martini, chilled glass. They'll come over with a, a freshly chilled, like they'll notice your martinis getting like kind of warm and they'll come over with a fresh chilled glass and pour your martini into a fresh chilled glass that's incredible so you yes. always have a chilled martini it is such an experience Fucking and i just goals. i love hillstone so much so anyways <laughs> that, it. you can never go back i can never go back now though so unfortunately <laughs> we haven't even gotten to that part <laughs> we haven't even gotten sorry there. i just i feel like we should call him hillstone though because of the events that i agree we'll call him hillstone transpire okay. later so hillstone plans to state and he's like okay i made this reservation at this uh michelin star cocktail bar you didn't say it like that but i'm just saying it mm-hmm. because it was a very good reservation and i yeah. was excited about it it's called shinji's and he said they only had 7 p.m though and he was like i know you can't you know meet up until 7 30 or whatever because of your event don't rush out i'm gonna get there at seven and i'll just wait for you there it's totally fine wow and so That's i'm like hot yeah, i'm like wow. well fuck like i feel so bad that just letting sexy. you sit there and he's like no i promise you i do not care at all like well, let's go here it looks cool i will wait there for you whatever wow and so naturally a work event before a date is maybe not the best idea for me right you know i'm i'm in sales i was the one who planned <laughs> the event <laughs> i'm basically hosting right. 
<laughs> and there are drinks flowing. And um, I don't know if anybody who follows me on Instagram saw the worst margarita I've ever had in my entire life. The spicy marg that was neon green. Like oh, a I missed Gatorade. that one. It was like a lemon lime Gatorade. It was disgusting. But anyways, I was I was all chalked up on tequila. That was bad. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so I came in this date hot and ready to go. Okay. And so I ended up getting to the date at 735. The guy had been waiting there for quite some time. And I see him, he's super cute. I was like, oh, okay, you're very attractive, similar to like how, I, or better than honestly what I thought in the picture. And so I was very attracted to him. He was so sweet, so cute. And so it was a great date at Shinji's. We end up getting kicked out of Shinji's and only because um, there's a two-hour seating limit. Okay. So it's like a cocktail bar, so you can't order dinner or okay, anything. Okay, not a nefarious reason. Like you were just kicked out because you couldn't, they, they had another person coming yeah. to not take a, your table. Not a nefarious reason, but I will throw this into the mix of the story is I had had well, maybe one and a half drinks prior to getting to the date, which is fine. It's kind of like a get ready drink, whatever, yeah. like come up to the date, you know, yeah, I'll do that too. Like yeah. before Same. I would you know, do that. Take the edge off a little bit. And so I show up obviously having that. I had a martini at Shinji's then he had like some gin cocktail and then he wants to try something else. And so he orders the next drink. It comes out and it's a cup of milk basically. Oof. And we were like, eggnog? Oh. it was basically eggnog. It was oh my crazy. God. Festive. <laughs> and we didn't read the ingredients and we look and the ingredient, the main ingredient is straight up like cream. Like we were just talking so much that we just didn't even look. Oh, man. And he was like, how, oh, this looks good. How were your bowels the next day? Oh, I didn't drink that shit. He, al- <laughs> he also didn't drink it. We could not stop laughing. You're because lactose I- intolerant. No, I would not touch that. <laughs> Literally every time he went to take a sip of it, I would be staring at him because it was so funny. He looked like a kid drinking a cup of milk. <laughs> I was like, we were in a Michelin star cocktail bar and you were oh, drinking a straight up cup of milk. Wait, I love that. And so I would look at him and we would both start dying laughing to the point where he did not drink. He took one sip and he literally had a milk mustache like the dairy, oh God, <laughs> the that dairy is, boy commercial. That's such a green flag. I love this. It was just so funny. I love in men the that act boyish at times yeah where it is acceptable because yes. i think it shows that they don't show they don't take themselves too seriously no, like i can't love. have a guy that's too serious no. like i need someone that's like kind of goofy a little bit exactly. like like child childlike energy mm-hmm. yeah but not childish behavior when it when i need a man exactly you know what i mean yeah you know and, and that's on that and that's on that but yeah that being that kind of feeds into what comes next because i had two martinis at this place okay he had one drink and then literally a sip of his milk so you were ahead so i was far ahead on top of having you know my work event or whatever so afterwards we basically get kicked out of shinji's like i mentioned they have a two-hour seating i got there almost 40 minutes late so we had like an hour and 20 minutes (laughs) at this bar we were having fun like we were giggling it was a good time so he suggested he was like oh do you want to go and maybe get a drink somewhere else i was like sure where, where do you want to go and he's like let's go to hillstone and i was like god you just get better by the second <laughs> green flag I like, I like he's hillstone. perfect fucking green flag <laughs> i love hillstone and he was like i doubt we'll be able to get in but let's just try because hillstone is impossible to get into it's right. impossible to even walk into we walk in and the hostess i'm a little drunk obviously the hostess turns to me and she's like oh i know you you're here all the time and I actually had been there the week before, okay. and she was a huge bitch to me. <laughs> like, that specific <laughs> hostess was so mean to me, because one thing about Hillstone is that if you come with five people, they will not seat you. Like, they only seat parties of four, and if they know you have five people in the party, they won't even split you up. They oh, don't. Wow. They will not seat separate tables, basically. So, if oh. they know you have five, they're basically like, you can stand in uh-huh. the, like, standing tables that we have here and order a drink, but you cannot sit down. Interesting. 
And so she, she said, I have so many questions. Uh, it's just like the Hillstone way. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> and so she's way. like, oh, I know you. Like you come here all the time. And I was like, oh yeah, I was here last week actually. <laughs> and you were so mean to me about trying to get a reservation or something like that. that, you said that I literally said that to her. I'm crying. I did it in a joking like Adam way. Right. But it was very like feisty mm-hmm. for sure to the point where this guy looks at me and he's like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, those like, drinks what? lubed you up and made you mean. <laughs> I know, made and, you snarky. And then we were standing on the side and they were like, "Okay, we'll 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 like see what we can do or whatever." It might be like a an hour wait or something like that. And oh I was like, God. "Fuck, an hour wait, Jesus!" I just like completely screwed us. And so we're standing waiting, figuring out maybe what we're gonna do. And he's like, "Yeah, I think you probably screwed us over." And the next thing I know, the chick rounds the corner and she's like, "Come on, boys, I've made some space for you." Wow. We got seated immediately. And he was like, "Whoa, that's pretty impressive that mm-hmm. you just." She's that a people out. pleaser too. <laughs> she is. That's she knew. the moral of this this podcast. People she, pleasers. She knew I instead needed of to the be munchkins, saved. she just gave you a table. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> she did. She was ready to rumble, and so we sat at the bar. It was great. We had a great date. This is another funny part, but I wanted food because I hadn't really eaten that much. Like my work event was more drinking than eating. It was right. a pasta making class, but I didn't want to be like not bloat it's the wrong word but like i digest food not well okay and like pasta sauce and stuff that's yeah like, that's hard to acidic and greasy and stuff like that like i would probably be burping or something and my breath would smell bad so i was like Very i'm not fair. risking that with all this gar- garlic and onion and all this shit so i didn't really eat that much at the work event and so we get to hillstone and i'm like oh fuck like i'm pretty hungry and he's like oh shit like i ate dinner but like we should definitely get food if you're hungry absolutely and so he's listing all the things he likes on the Hillside menu. We tried to order one of them and they're sold out. It was unfortunate. And she's like, oh, but I do have this really similar sushi roll that I can give you guys. It is X, Y, Z. And I was like, cool, perfect. We'll take that. It comes out and it has mango in it. And he happens to either be allergic to mango and he was oh, just being no. nice. Or he's like, oh, yeah. And he didn't say anything. He just wasn't eating it. And I was like, oh, do you want some of this? And Hilson goes, oh, no. So actually, mango is like the one thing I don't eat. And I was like, you literally oh approved God. me ordering this for us. <laughs> and then we order a prime rib sandwich like that they cut in half or whatever so we took half. Holy fancy it that sounds so good so good I wait that's thing. so nice of him like yeah. w- i mean the bar is on the ground but like <laughs> he already ate but he's like participating in the dinner again exactly and so we get- like you know he's like he's like okay presumably going to split this with you exactly and right so we get this yeah no we get this whole prime rib sandwich cut it in half he takes literally one bite out of his. I scarf mine down. I I was a disaster because then at Hillstone, I had two more martinis. At that point, I'm like four martinis, a Gatorade tequila, and half a glass of white wine deep. And I'm just really feeling myself. All right? Oh, my God. So I'm in there. All right. I'm in there like swimwear. And this guy barely is touching his prime rib. And he's like, oh, you can, he- you can eat mine if you want. Like, I literally can't eat it. And I was like, in my head, I was just like, I should not also eat his prime rib sandwich. But I did. I did. <laughs> Okay, but listen, what's the alternative? It was just going to sit there? Yeah. Like, someone's got to do it. I literally, I think I told him. I have, like, a vague memory of turning him and being like, we can't waste the protein. No, of course not. I just, I would That'd be a crime. Yeah. I wouldn't waste, we can't waste the beef. (laughs) And so anyways, I scarfed down our entire sushi roll, the entire prime rib sandwich. He basically does not touch the food. And then the check comes out and he literally whips it out of my hand and pays for it. And The entire thing? Yeah, the entire thing. That's this hot. man and hillstone is not cheap at all and nope. i was like wait no like we can split it i literally also ate this entire right. meal did you split it the other place we did split it the other place but he had tried to pay and i was kind of insistent i was like okay, no let's so just, this let's time he was like no 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 <clears throat> yeah i'm getting it well Damn. i was like let's split it. like i was literally 40 minutes late you just sat here and he didn't even order a drink before i got there he's waiting for me to order a drink oh my god this boy sounds so nice he's so sweet wait i love yeah, him he's and, great. well i mean okay but per our rule he did suggest both places 
That's true. So he should pay. That That is our rule. In mm-hmm. my mind. But it becomes, in gay world. <laughs> yes. See, that's like that mean girl's girl. In girl world. In girl world. In gay world. I feel like no. I said it exactly like in the my, In my world. <laughs> in Katie's world. In Barbie's world. In Barbie's world. Yeah. The boy always pays if he suggests the place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he ripped the entire check on my hand, paid the whole thing. And I was wow. like, wow, that is so sweet. And then I was obs- really nice. obsessed with him from that second. And so I don't really remember much of what... <laughs> comes next but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but essentially i wake up the next morning oh, and boy. i'm like i feel horrible i'm like holy shit i <laughs> feel like i got hit by a bus i probably was crazy on that date i have no idea what happened to me i go to like open my snapchat or something because the girls and i have the snapchat group and it was kind of blowing up and i open it and i see my re- reflection in the mirror <laughs> oh my God, i'm so and, scared and i'm like holy shit there is a massive <laughs> hickey on my neck <laughs> like like yeah. my blood vessels it were was big were it was everywhere big yeah it was a blood vessel big blood vessel blowout like it was just bad <laughs> big blood vessel blowout on adam's neck i'm gonna need to see a photo i'll show you after it was not great and i was like holy fuck like what happened to my neck and then i look at my phone and he had texted me an hour before and was like had such a great night it was so great meeting you like i hope today can be a little bit easier for you and i thought that that meant that i was like way too fucked up on the date and behaved inappropriately <laughs> like something happened but basically he didn't like fill me in or anything i just collected these memories right. over the course of the next few days of course <laughs> it kind of sinks back in like you forget everything and yeah. then you're like oh fuck i actually do remember some things yeah mm-hmm. well as brooke mitchell would say i woke up in red panic i have like a I <laughs> red have, panic i was in That's a such red a good descriptor too blood red panic i yeah. straight up had the biggest hickey of my life Life on my neck and it oh was my like God. my last day of work of the quarter that and i have the all these calls biggest jump scare yeah I yeah go, go, i have <laughs> questions about how you got the hickey when where the hickey occurred yeah, and who, how where, who what where when why, mostly how. how you got home yes so <laughs> that's mostly what i'm interested in i don't remember what led up to this but i am pretty sure we were making out in the hillstone bar which is why i think i'm banned from hillstone understood I you were sitting at the bar we were sitting at the bar and we okay. were like i have a memory of us being the last people in there basically there were like three other couples maybe around uh-huh. the bar and the bar is pretty su- substantial so it was just us and then a couple other couples yeah and we were kind of in our own little corner and i'm pretty sure i remember us making out at the bar a little bit <laughs> you're pretty sure <laughs> pretty sure yeah. i think it happened pretty sure and so the next memory that i'm having is me in an uber on top of him like literally on top of him in the uber just aggressively making out with him like i wow. attacked him like a freaking dog okay <laughs> I, I don't know what came over me, but anyways, he, I remember he had offered to drop me off in an Uber. He was like, we had a great first date. Like, I think we should just leave it to that or whatever, but like, I'm going to drop you off in my Uber. He lives on the Upper East Side and I live in Fidei. He calls the Uber. Which Hillstone did you guys go to? There's only one in New York City now. And it's <gasps> on Park They got Ave. rid of the other one? Yeah, or no, no, it's, is it on Park Ave? It's on 20, it's, uh, 7th it's, Street. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 27th Park. Yeah, yeah, I've been to that one. Yeah, that's the only one now. Oh my God, this man is so considerate. Wow. Yeah, dr- dr- takes me in yeah, an Uber. Yeah, he was close to his apartment. Yeah. Uh, close enough. He literally Ubers me down then, to Fidei, drops me in my apartment, and then Ubers himself back up to his apartment. Wow. In Upper East Side. Wait, all right, screw all the other men in, your, in your lineup. Fuck them all. I love are we Hillstone. still talking to Hillstone? Mr. Yeah. Hillstone is my number one now for you. He's my he, number one too. He is just so fantastic. I'm just so blown away at how sweet he was. And the entire time I was like, wow, I must have been literally crazy. But then I saw my neck and I was kind of like, you know what? It takes two to tango. Oh, and totally. I, I could not have been that crazy because not. also I sent a Snapchat to everybody, my lips, like he had bit the shit. Oh, out yeah. my lips. Oh my God. I looked like I had gotten some fresh injections. Vampire. Like they looked great though. <laughs> Vampire. My lips looked fantastic. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a doctor. He should know these things. 
Yeah, and he you should know that uh, the way the body reacts to trauma. <laughs> trauma. So yeah. yeah, he was definitely fucked up. But he didn't know he gave me a hickey, so he was also fucked up. Because then a few days later, we were kind of just like randomly flirting, and he said something along the lines of like, "Glad to know I'm still occupying space in your head" or something like I that. Space You're on still my neck. Thinking about it. yes, Katie, Katie knows me way too well. I go, you certainly left your mark in my head and also on my neck. <laughs> That is such a good line. Oh, yeah. I know. And he was like, wait, you're kidding. I did not leave arguing. <laughs> what are you talking about? And I sent him the picture of my neck. And I was like, you did this. And he's like, holy shit, you have so much blackmail on me now. Like, this only means that I have to make it up to you somehow. <gasps> so, Adam. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed. With I have real like, chills. I have this goosebumps. Is, yeah, this is fantastic. <laughs> I feel like this is one of the few stories that you've told where I feel like the guy matches your energy. Yeah. Like, I, there are yeah. so many stories that you're like, oh, yeah, and he was super nice. He did XYZ. And I, as a listener, I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, I think I like him. This, it feels even. Yeah. You know? And he's funny and silly. And I'm just like thinking about the milk thing and uh-huh. like how yeah. funny it was and how much we were laughing. And even just like the oh banter at Hillstone. I, I do really like him actually I love seeing you like, he's happy <laughs> yeah. don't you love it just, I love it it's me and Danielle on the couch Adam on the floor we're just like beaming it's like ear. our son over there we're just so happy <laughs> for you want to pet me and be like yeah, seriously love it. yeah um, but yeah so that that's where kind of that left off he like I mentioned he's in his first year of surgery residency his schedule is insane oh, psychotic oh, yeah. so but i kind of like that about him also because we're not texting all the time mm-hmm. at all by any means it's like one text every couple days maybe even okay. <gasps> days like maybe every <laughs> once a day or like every other day hey that's great for you but i would be freaking out <laughs> see and i was that's why i was like wow i must have been kind of psycho but no, then i use it starts yeah. to like make a little you bit get used to it yeah no that's good i mean i i totally understand it but i'd be like but I, I mean, I love it. He's like so busy with his career and like I can kind of wow. do my own thing, but then yeah. know that he's like flirting with me. I'm glad that you feel and, that way. I think that's you know? also okay as long as the times that you are able to talk to him and hang out with him, it feels like it's still progressing and yeah. the conversation is still fun and light. Like, and you're making you don't plans. Have to be talking yeah. all the time. Making plans is the most important indicator of like, is this going yeah. somewhere? And so we're going to hang out when I get back from being away okay um so i don't know what that looks like he was like Wait, that gives me plenty of time to make bring it up him to, you. to new year's eve <gasps> fuck no katie that's oh. crazy <laughs> that'd be insane okay that's where we draw the line sweet katie i love you so much but i would straight up die if i, I had got to so excited bring a date boy that i've been on one date yeah, with to a new year's party right, talk that's, about a power move though that would be wild that's wild. giving lifetime movie you want it now so that's kind of my story on hillstone we hillstone is my top contender he's great Guess who slid back into my DMs no. two days ago? You're, there's only really two options I feel like that you would guess. It's not. It's not slid back. Guy. It is Montecalvo. Wait, I was gonna guess him, but I'm like, I thought he was in my uh, in California or something. Oh my god! Monta- Didn't you say he was like out of state? He goes between Sag Harbor and the Hamptons and um, LA. Oh okay, God. that's so. I, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. In the winter, he's usually in LA, and then the yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Because Montauk Coffee Guy was my second contender. Montauk Coffee Guy is like, m- like Matchmade's favorite man. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love Montauk like Coffee Guy. Everyone before, <laughs> obviously before Jack, we obviously. had Montauk Coffee Guy, and that was who yes. we were all obsessed with. That's true. That was so a good summer. Flank I'm glad he's entered the chat again. Okay. Yeah. So Do he tell. randomly texted me, and he was like, "Hey, stranger, I've been thinking about you a lot lately. How are you doing?" Hit you with the "Hey, stranger." Actually, hey, stranger is what I said back. He said, hey, oh. he said, he's like, he's not like that. 
Because he's old. <laughs> All right, I'm still Team Hillstone. Not, not old. Not I'm old. still Team Hillstone. He's 36, so he's like what nine years older than me. Oh, right. he's not. That's fine. Right. He's, he's, he's not old. That's not old. My just, parents are nine years apart. He doesn't have the banter yeah. though. Yeah, there's a, there's not a lot of banter. There's banter when we're talking on the phone, but he's not a big texter, right? So mm, okay. he texted me and he said, "Hey, what's up? I've been thinking about you a lot lately." How's it oh. going? And I was like, "Hey, stranger, what time of <laughs> I've day?" I've been thinking about you too. What time of day? Middle of the day. Oh, okay. yeah, well, on a weekday. All right. Or yes, or no? It was on the weekend. No, it was on Friday. Okay. Okay. Very Friday. recent. All right. So who knows? Maybe I'll be jetting out to Sag Harbor soon. Wait. So he's in New York now. Yeah, I think he's in Sag Harbor. Well, like. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he, I think he's in right now. Usually I track his location by going on Raya mm-hmm. because <laughs> Raya tells you when people are traveling. Yeah. And so like, whenever I want to know where Montauk Coffee Guy is. Easy. Yeah, it'll say like visiting Sag Harbor from New York or something like that. Yeah, it's so funny. New York. It's kind of crazy that it does that. So when you go home, it says like Adam is visiting Maryland. Yes. Even though that's where we were born and raised. Yes, exactly. Visiting. <laughs> it's funny. Okay, okay, wait. So just to pose a situation, not that this is what how it's going to go down, but just, you know, for funsies. You may as well. Um, when you get back from your break from the city, you have plans to see Mr. Hillstone. If Montauk Coffee Guy was like, I want to see you, but I want to see you on this day, who would you choose to see? Can oh, I yeah. answer? I feel like he would see both of them. He would try to figure out a way. <laughs> I would. I don't know. That is he would try to incredible. figure out a way to do like lunch or coffee with one and then dinner with the other. That is so core Adam Harrison. Katie like, knows me too well. I oh, would. Yeah. I'm obsessed with that. I would. There yeah. would be a way where I would find. And yeah, you'd you would figure it out. And yeah. you, would, you, would master, you would masterfully do it. You would pull it off. I think that Montel Coffee Guy would be the easiest to, or Hillstone would be the easiest to be flexible to my schedule. Okay. So I'd be like, I'd love to see you this day, but I do have, you know, plans with a friend. Right. At, or friends. Wait, the friends. Funny you'd say he'd be flexible. He's like the surgery resident. Like, yeah, literally. I know, but he, <laughs> he really likes me. So, you know, he seems. As he should. Yeah. He seems willing to. Wait, I fucking love yeah, this. I love ah, this so I'm much. Like I Hillstone love him. Hillstone is so great. He really just is such a great guy. Wow. Really like him. Good work, Hillstone. Even I though. I just have so many good boys in rotation right now, though, because like. Canada is fantastic. I love Canada. Yes. And he's coming in January. I'm going to go on a date with him. January is about to be a huge Wait, month Wait, January is a huge month yeah. for Adam and for Matchmade. Yeah. So I'm ripping the dates. Aren't you glad you guys know about this podcast now? Yes. That you're listening. You Maybe yes. I'll see Hollister again. I have Hillstone on the dock. Canada's going to come in there. Montauk Coffee Guy. We'll see. This is incredible. Do I have anybody else right now? I think that's enough, Adam. I think that's <laughs> enough. That's one for every day of the week. The yeah, work week. But that, That's true. We, we might find another. We'll see. We'll okay. see. We want at least five in rotation at all times. Just kidding. keep the options open. True. I'm going to end up starting out 2024 so stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> With a full roster. That would also be core Adam Harrison, like, end up committing to too much and then being Stressful, like, I can't Stressed out it. with a date with a different person every day. <laughs> oh, gosh. And four birthday parties. Exactly. All right. What, what are we kicking at here? I feel like we've, we've been chatting. Today. Yeah, I've got to go to my dinner. We're almost an hour and a half. Wow. We, we, wow. Guys. Wait, I'm so happy. I knew we'd do a long one. We just needed, we needed the Danielle. people needed a long we one. We needed some fresh content. I'm always you. here to provide. Adam churned out some real fresh content. I've got no fresh content. And listen, this is what I'll say. <laughs> we don't know. I've got nothing for you guys. <laughs> we don't know where the whole Office Boy saga is going to take us. Probably nowhere. But I do have a pact in place where I'll be going on one date a month at minimum 
in 2024. I Wait, I love that so for you. I will have content Pinky for you swear, regardless. Shake on it. Pinky swear. You got it. Wait, there we go. I set, saw this thing on TikTok. It's like you eat 12 grapes under a table. Yes. And it's like good luck for the new year for your dating life. Mm-hmm. Wait, really? Yeah. You're supposed to. It's a tradition where you eat 12 grapes at midnight and you make one wish for every grape that you eat. And it's not necessarily all pertaining to dating, but oh, it can be. anything. Okay. Um, and it's a... I think it's more of a tradition in Hispanic cultures. Oh. Like I've always done it with my family. My family's from Dominican Republic. So wait, that's so yeah. interesting. Cause I saw a girl, one of my friends today was like, I, I didn't eat 12 grapes under a table at midnight just to be single again. Yep. Like, she's like, going on one, <laughs> one last date. Would you yeah. do it on New Year's Eve? Yeah. Yeah, okay. 12 grapes. And you don't have to eat all 12 grapes within that. It is that. Spanish. Yeah. You don't have to eat all 12 grapes within that like 60 seconds. Yeah. But it's just like kicking off the new year, making 12 wishes, eating 12 grapes. Yeah. Katie, um, I'm rolling up to your apartment with bags of grapes. 12 grapes, grapes for everybody. Yeah, the 12 grapes of luck is a Spanish tradition that consists of eating a grape with each of the 12 clock bell strikes at midnight yep. of December 31st to welcome the new year. And it represents a wish for each of the 12 months. Mm-hmm. The more you know. So, wait, I love that. Yeah, it's a great tradition. All right. Well, we'll leave you with that, guys. I yeah. think that's, that probably sums this episode. I would say that's a good, good piece of advice. Yeah. <laughs> Danny, plug your, your handles. Where, yeah, can the people, where can they find where you? Where can the people keep up with you? Um, you can keep up with me on Instagram. My Instagram is Danielle Jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N period P. Um, I feel like I'm most active on there right now, but I also got my, like my, my roots are on YouTube. That's where Katie and I, your vlog era, exactly my vlog era. And in 2024, it is my resolution to get back into once a week posting. So my YouTube channel is also Danielle Woo-hoo! Jordan. Yay. It's hard to do that. I know you have been killing it. Oh man. Killing it. It's, it's good, but it's like stress. Oh Yeah. But I like doing it. You love it. But it's stress. Oh, anyway, yeah. but yes, find her. We'll also have her her links down below. Thanks, yes. guys. Um, in the podcast description. So definitely check it out. Thanks for being a part and of our And thank you for contributing. Thank episode. you for having me. And Colby, we miss you. We miss we'll you, Colby. S- Colby, we'll see you next <laughs> next episode in the new year. Mm-hmm. And with that, love ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Woohoo. Merry Christmas. Happy, Happy New Year. New year. <laughs> Love it. My nose has been itchy the whole time. I've just been like... That's hot. My leg fell asleep like halfway through this episode (laughs) and I've just been sitting here like trying to adjust in silence. Oh no. We're so cute.